What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Talk Punch. I am Brody, joined by Tudong Dylan. Hey! And I had one, Charlie, and then I forgot it. I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, I was like, I gotta come up with a nickname for Charlie. Charlie the Hitman Hearns. It's wrestling. Okay. Come on. No? Give me that. Wait, I guess Give we could go with that. All right. Well, I, I, we don't have a choice. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie the, na na the Nameless we'll go with. It's fine. There we go. There we go. I, pre I appreciate the effort to come up with a nickname, and, uh, and I'm, sure, I'm sure eventually one will stick. I had a good uh, one, too. Golly. I'll remember it halfway through the episode. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We love interacting with all you guys, so please remember to be kind in the comments. And while you're here, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening in on the audio version of the podcast, make sure you go ahead and smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, then come back every Wednesday to hang out with us and see what we're talking about. Kind of like this week's topic, we are ranking our top three James Bond movies. This one is right up Tudong's alley. This one yeah. is not as much up me and Charlie's alley. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now, so normally we kind of jump right into it, but this is kind of a unique list. So I wanted to take a moment before we get into the list and just kind of figure out where you guys are with James Bond. What's kind of your history? Just briefly, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time, but kind of briefly, what's your history with James Bond? Tudong? My history with James Bond is my dad showed me <clears throat> a Sean Connery James Bond movie when I was really young. If anybody has seen this before or this podcast, they'll know I said that uh, <clears throat> I think it was like when I was six, my dad showed me Into the Dragon, Bruce Lee. And he must have shown me uh, one of the Sean Connery James Bond movies um, when I was probably that age, maybe maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little older, but around that time. And, you know, after a while, you also start to see some of the other ones on TV or you or you rent one when you go to your dad's house and you see, you know, you'll see um, the Roger Moore ones and you see, you know, the, they're funnier and they're a little bit more, I don't want to say kid friendly, but as they keep going, you watch it and it gets darker with Timothy Dalton and then it gets lighter with Pierce Brosnan and then it gets darker again and you do you just kind of follow it along I will admit I um <clears throat> I prefer the older ones I don't care for a lot of the the newer ones these days they just I I don't I didn't hey, even James Bond these days hey, you're not my James Bond <laughs> I'm not gonna get, off, get off my lawn ridiculous but if you <laughs> where it's tr really trying to make itself take itself very seriously and you know some of the directors just really and the ideas and then the executions and then you've got you know uh, Daniel Craig saying he'd rather slit his wrist than play James Bond again and you're just kind of like <laughs> and then he came back for another one <laughs> effort into this anymore like it's 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 like what happened with Batman you love the character of Batman and sometimes you don't like the direction that's gone in that doesn't mean you hate the character it just means yes, you're kind of that's what that means. Right now, why are you doing this? Why do you hate us? Give us the real Batman. Give us the real James Bond. Hopefully, they they do better. All right, and if they hey, because it's a fun it's a fun thing. The whole thing is supposed to be fun. I mean, if you really look at a lot of the plots, you're going to be like, it should be parodied by Austin Powers because it is ridiculous. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Charlie. So I did I I did not like grow up on the Bond movies. Like my my family did not watch them or. 
So no one showed me them. So I think I, I stumbled on like the living daylights. Like when, if you've watched some of our content, you know that Brody and I had a lot of unsupervised cable time when we were kids. Uh, so I think I, I watched like the, the Timothy Dalton ones when I was a youngster, just kind of like, cause they were on HBO or whatever. Uh, and so I think that was kind of like my first introduction to that. Um, I, 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 I didn't see like the Sean Connery stuff or the, uh, you know, the Lazenby or any, you know, any of the, the old ones. In any of them? Uh, we, <laughs> We can talk about, hey, we're not here to James Bond shame anyone. I've seen bits and pieces and probably the entirety of some, but not all. I don't, okay. want, to spoil, I don't want to spoil my list here, man. I got lists. Okay. I will say that I, I thought, oh, you know what? I haven't seen the newest, uh, the newest Bond. And I thought, oh, we're talking about this uh, coming up. I, I will pop it on. I will sit down and I will watch it. And then I saw that it had a two hour and like 45 minute runtime. Oh. And so I, I started it and, and man, like my movie time these days with, uh, cause I got, I, I can't watch this one with the kids and, yeah. and my wife has no, no interest in this type of movie. So it's like, all right, it's 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. I can pop on my, the, the two hour and 45 minute bond movie. And it, they, it's, and it's brooding and it's slow and it's, and it's like, man, I, I bet this is a really good movie, and I'm and I'm not gonna ever watch it because I, I it's, it's just not a movie that feels like it's gonna be good in small installments, like uh, like bathroom breaks and and late night or watches all, and <laughs> or all the way. Through. So yeah, I, I I so I I I haven't seen that, admittedly, but I do have some that I I have I'm quite fond of and have some nostalgia for that we'll talk about. What what what, what about you, bro? I so I grew up. My older sister really liked the Sean Connery Bonds. And so I remember seeing them at a younger age, but really couldn't like tell you what movie was what and really who was who. You know, there was some, some stuff, some of the villains that might stand out or something like that. But, but really, like, I didn't have a real connection to the older stuff. I remember enjoying the Pierce Brosnan stuff you know, and I was younger, so they were so they were cool. And then and then you know, I liked the Daniel Craig stuff uh, more. And so I was I was more into those. And we'll see that on my list. I think we Roger Moore into those. We are gonna have three very different lists. For being <laughs> I don't think for, I don't think so. For us I, I don't for us being like normally when we do these lists, it's like okay, we're gonna pick something that's very broad and maybe we'll have a crossover. We're picking one <laughs> franchise, and I don't know if there's going to be any crossovers. <laughs> there's got to be. I bet, I bet we have two crossovers. That's my prediction. Two crossovers. I don't know, man. I, at least one. All right. I don't well, let's, know. Hey, let's find out. Who's going first? Let's, let's get into it. All right. Uh, that's a good question. I we'll find forgot out. <laughs> to check. All right. So, start talking if it's your poster. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Dylan. Hey, me. License to Kill. Now, um, you didn't ask how I chose my list, bro, but I will say oh. that being in a Bond aficionado, I said to myself, I'm not going to pick the same Bond, um, same Bond like a movie twice. So we are not wow. going to see three Sean Connerys on here, which I could have done. However, the first one I saw in movie theaters was, in fact, License to Kill. And that was a very, very dark Bond. Came out in 1989, same year as. Batman, 89. And Timothy Dalton, he, I will say this, he very well encapsulated the dark 
James Bond. Like, he's going after revenge. He has his license to kill revoked. Uh, <clears throat> you've got Robert Davi as a, as a drug kingpin and very charismatic, if I do say so myself. Uh, the um, Bond women who are actually capable and handle themselves just about as well as Bond does. Uh, let me see. You've got, like I said, real violence. You've got great white shark attacks. You've got ninjas. You've got Wayne <laughs> playing TV evangelist who's just covering knowingly for a drug kingpin. You've got it all, folks. You've got, you can't ask for anything more. Sharks and ninjas? Are you kidding me? Great white sharks and ninjas. I'm not kidding you. I, I mean, I promise. All of this. If you haven't seen it, you should go and check it out. It is absolutely ridiculous. But it is a great James Bond movie. Lots of fun and dark. I probably shouldn't have gone and seen that in the theaters. But then again, I also saw that. <laughs> that was all. <laughs> he was just a kid. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this. I think I've seen parts of this one, like on TV. It, you, I highly recommend it. It's really fun. It's, it's a re These are movies that are going to capture your attention, that are exciting, and that are cool. Like, they're not slow. They're really, like, you see it, and you're just kind of like, what? What just happened here? This is fantastic. So keep things moving. All right. Much like we. All right. There you go. All right. My number three is Goldeneye. Goldeneye. This one probably has more of the nostalgia pick for me. This was kind of the, the first, the first James Bond that I really like saw and appreciated and understood kind of what was going on. You know, it was it was cool. You get cool spy stuff. You get, you know, just the, the big spots. And this was a big deal. It was like, I mean, it was this was really big, you know, like, like coming out. It was like it was like this rebirth of James Bond. People were talking about yeah. James Bond again. Um, and it was like a blockbuster movie. And I, I remember seeing it. and I remember being like, oh, that's really cool. And remembering how much my sister liked James Bond, and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is really cool. I I can get into this, you know." And then I, you know, I wasn't as much a fan of the Pierce Brosnan ones as they went on, but but this one kind of holds a special place. That's just kind of my sort of reintroduction and understanding of where like James Bond kind of came from for me. So, plus, I had a fun video game. I knew it. I knew it. I was waiting for it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it is fun. It was a very fun movie. So there's my number three is Goldeneye. All right, Charlie, looks like you're coming up next. All right. My number three, and this might be a familiar movie because you just heard about it a few minutes ago, uh, but License to Kill mm. is my number three. Ah, no, crossover. I... Crossover. I was shocked. <laughs> Not Dylan, Dylan and I didn't talk about our, our like methodology for this before. But yeah. I, I also similarly I picked three Bond movies from like three distinct periods of my life that kind of like represent kind of like an uh, like an era of my movie watching. So this this might this might be the Bond movie that I've seen the most. There's like and not the one that I remember the best because the times that I watched this on repeat I was like just a child. But it was like an entertaining movie and an HBO back in the day would just it would just spin cycle things, right? So you just like come back again and again. And it was just like, well, 
it's this or like nothing. So let's watch this <laughs> again. Uh, and you know, uh, you guys don't the streaming services make your life so easy. But uh, this was great. So I, I would watch it over and over again. I really, I really did enjoy it. I didn't really appreciate how dark it was at the time until right. until like some of the uh, kind of brighter, <laughs> bigger, campier stuff came in the next Bond uh, kind of s- sequence. But uh, you know, I know T- Dalton wanted to go back to that the original vibe of the Ian Fleming novels and stuff. This was a bomb. This movie did not do well, and you can kind of see. Uh, there was like, it was like a whole bunch of litigation after this. Like it was like the longest gap between Bond movies was this one and Golden Eyes, like six years. Like the, the the main screenwriter died. It was a whole bunch of there was a whole bunch of stuff like in that. And Timothy Dalton was like, ah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And then he at, then he's like, I, I actually no, I do want to do a third one. And they're like, well, it's been like six years, so you can't just do one more. And he's like, well, then, all right, then I'm out. <laughs> and so I and I thought he, I thought he was good. I, I it was it just was weird. like this was like and then there was no more bonds after this. So I kind of like I was young. I didn't really like there, you couldn't go on like an internet fan site. And yeah. there was no internet, so it was just kind of like, well, I guess they're not doing Bond movies anymore. Well, that was fun. Uh, so it got it got a lot of replay over that six year gap on the on the HBO doing doing my uh, doing my homework. So I did really like it. It is, it is fun. If you haven't seen it, uh, you should check it out. All of these, unlike a lot of our lists, all of these are available to watch on Amazon Prime. Right. Uh, brand new sponsor to the Talk Talk Punch yeah. podcast. Oh, Welcome Amazon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wasn't Pierce Brosnan supposed to be the Bond in this one? We'll and talk then... more about we'll, we'll talk okay. more about poor poor Pierce a little bit later. Okay. Spoiler right. alerts. Spoiler. <laughs> or a lot. All right. Number two. Tudong. Well, now, as much as I said I don't care for the later James Bond movies, I will say I was unbelievably uh, surprised and happily with the movie. Casino Royale, 2006, and people were like, he's blonde, what happened? I remember uh, RJ's wife actually saying after the movie, because I was like, how was it? And they're like, it's great. She was like, I've never, I mean, I've never seen James Bond run so much. And I have to admit, he had a much, it was much like, I guess, License to Kill. It was much grittier. He got his hands dirty. He didn't have quite as much, uh, you know, crazy tech. He kind of just, I, I love the parkour or the uh, free running, uh, chasing the very oh, beginning. That beginning Genius. one is so good. So good. And his fight choreography is very good. He did the fight choreography amazingly. I loved when they were on that tower in the, this is during that, uh, free running scene. I'm uh, not the tower, but that crane, he stands right up and the guy shoots, he runs out of bullets and he throws it at him. And I mean, I would have been like, yeah, I wouldn't have gone up there. I've been like, he's going to come down sooner or later. What's he going to stay up there forever? Come on. I'll be right here waiting. Whereas he was up there standing right up and he just catches it and throws it back and he runs towards him. And he even lets his hands go. And with his fight choreography, I thought it was some of the best fight choreography I've ever seen in a James Bond movie. It was the, the movie was entertaining enough to where you wait until a while afterwards to question certain logics, like why go to the game at all? I mean, if they're just going to prison, that don't, mean, don't overthink it. You don't have to overthink it, but it's fun enough to where, like, at the time, you're like, oh, this is great, this is great. And then later on, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, it was great. It was fine. Don't worry about it. But a lot of fun, a lot of... Uh, I wish his other movies lived up to this kind of potential. I really do. I was so let down by, by all the rest. But this movie was absolutely great. Deserves one of the top spots on any James Bond list. 
Right. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> uh, later Daniel Craig ones, I put Skyfall as my number two. I so you didn't like Skyfall? Uh, it Sam Mendes really, really tried to emulate Christopher Nolan, and Christopher Nolan, especially like in The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan was kind of pushing it with some of the coincidences that happened. If you listen to Charlie, it's way beyond coincidences. But this movie kind of goes way past that for me as well. Some of the things just didn't add up to me. And I will say I appreciated like the uh, Javier Bardem's portrayal of the character. I mm -hmm. thought that was... I don't understand why they would plug in that, that thing there into their own hard drive that was going <laughs> to... Or I know, like, the super genius just plugs in a computer and is like, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I'm like, this is, and when they're like, hey, I'm going to take her to where I know. There's no guns there, but you'll be much safer. But it was kind of fun. Tell me what you liked about it, bro. That's so real... I, I, I enjoyed this. I liked that this, so the, the Daniel Craig stuff really feels like it has continuity between all of them it does kind of have an ongoing story that a lot of the previous james bonds didn't and this one uh you know kind of followed up on a lot of it, it followed up a lot of the m stuff you know and then to have the javier bardem character i thought he was really cool and he was really creepy and then, you know, he's got like the disfigured face and he pulls out the jaw thing. Mm. And like, and that was, it was really neat to see, you know? Um, yeah. And he was threatening. Like he was a scary character. And yeah, there's, there's like some leaps of logic, but golly, look at any of the James Bond and they're all full of huge amounts of leaps of logic. And, uh, you know, a lot of suspension of disbelief throughout this entire franchise. But this one, you know, the action, I really like the action stuff. I, I, you know, I love my action stuff. And so, so having these newer ones especially be more action heavy. I, what was your favorite set piece, bro? What? What was your favorite action set piece? Like, favorite action Oh, gosh. I don't know. You know, the, the shootout in the Skyfall house was really cool. Um, you know, a lot of action there, you know, and, and kind of the, the big climax with Javier Bardem and M and stuff like that. And so train I train sequence that be, that the train there was a train the sequence train there. sequence kind of in the beginning when he gets yeah. shot by uh Miss Moneypenny, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so yeah, you know, it was it's it's just a lot of these bigger set pieces. And maybe this is like me being more accustomed to this style of movie and it's more action heavy and there's more explosions, you know, like all this stuff. Maybe, 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 you know, um, I'll, I'm, I'll mention, I watched one of the older ones, you know, to, for this episode. And so I have a feeling maybe it's Dylan's number one, you know, uh. um, and, and, you know, it just, <laughs> It just was, love, it just didn't hit me the same as these as kind of the modern make of movie. And so cool in that train sequence when he jumps and the rest of it collapses behind him and he checks his cufflink. I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty that was James Bond right there. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed this one. Um Skyfall, my number two. All right, Charlie, you're number two. Well, 
If this one looks familiar, it might be because we just saw it a couple of minutes ago. Uh, no, is it? Uh, so apparently, what? Dylan and I just have the same list. What so just, is going on here? Uh, right. So, <laughs> I thought hey, no hey. crossovers. No, nope. <laughs> you were cheating off my list. That's what happened. You're looking over my shoulder. Uh, like I, I, I don't need. We don't need to rehash it because I thought Dylan, Dylan said it beautifully. I. I was very pleasantly surprised by this. You guys uh, know that I was, I'm a big Pierce Brosnan fan dating back to my childhood. But uh, even I have to admit, those the, it got harder to root for those Bond movies towards the end there. Uh, <laughs> they got so ridiculous. <laughs> they, got real, they got really ridiculous. Uh, and so uh, this was a refreshing change of pace. And I thought I, I really did enjoy the new direction of the Bond, even though I do look forward to a... And a new Bond getting to play the role and, and seeing what they'll do next with the character. Sure. Because I am a little bit, maybe maybe it's a little bit too broody for me these days. Like, you know, maybe, maybe get, infuse a little bit more of the of the Mission Impossible style action into it. Or, or like one joke. One joke <laughs> is good. Just, you know, but but I, I like this movie. I thought it was really good. And, and, and at, at, this is, you know, this came out in 2006. So this is like, you know, my, my real adult adult Bond. And, you know, Daniel Craig has been threatening to leave the role for a long time, but he stuck it out still with us for you know a, so a much decade money. of bond so much money a lot a lot of money <laughs> a lot of money punny but it's a good movie if you guys have not seen this i definitely you pop it on it's great and and it's a it's a fun introduction to the new direction of the franchise for sure very true there you go <coughs> all right Tudong number now, one i have a feeling this I is the same as mine i'm gonna be so mad preposterous my number one, and this is why I didn't say this ahead of time, my number one is the movie that I first saw uh, when I was a kid. Uh, the very first one, Sean Connery choice number one. And that is, in fact, Thunderball. Is it uh, absolutely okay. ridiculous? Yes, it is. Is this the one? No. Oh, good. <laughs> it's uh, like, no, I wouldn't bother watching that garbage. I would, I, <laughs> <laughs> this right here is prime Sean Connery. This is that sweet spot Ooh. right when he was he was just first learning the role in Doctor No, he was making it its own in uh, uh, from Russia with Love, and he just started getting right in there with Goldfinger, and then Thunderball. Some people he he said his peak was Goldfinger, but I got to say his peak to me was Thunderball. I thought he was fantastic. I thought he knew that role so well, and he wasn't phoning it in in this one. He was charming. He was witty. It was fun. It was exciting. Did the plot make a lot of sense? Maybe not. What are there some parts that could have been sped up a little bit, or maybe even just cut altogether? <laughs> Probably. Does all of the technology and even some of the dialogue and scenarios seem either out of date or just probably never was any sort of a date? Yes, absolutely. Was Sean Connery on fire? Was it entertaining? Was it fun? Yes, it was. This is pinnacle Bond, and uh, like I mean, maybe it was or it wasn't. Like Ian Fleming changed his stance on Bond after she saw Sean Connery and Doctor No, and made uh, Bond have a Scottish ancestry as well as being British. And I, you know, uh, <clears throat> don't agree with a lot of some of the things that he had said personally on his personal life. In fact, I, I might highly disagree. And the character at this point was. I don't want to say misogynistic because that goes without saying, but <laughs> I mean, in this, you also have 
Um, well, I mean, the bad guy isn't even killed by Bond. It's killed by the Bond girl. And there is a strong villain who probably was a better bad guy, main bad guy, than the main bad guy, even though he did have a really cool eye patch. <laughs> Name was Largo. And, but the, um, the lady who was an assassin almost killed Bond, she was really powerful. And so was actually the Bond girl, like all of them. I, I mean, like I said, I think this is pinnacle Bond right here. Hmm. Sean Connery best story directing all of it they were they were doing it it wasn't phoned in or any of that stuff totally ridiculous but totally fun i just like that he has a jetpack both in the sky and underwater yeah right. he does he absolutely does that's the funniest thing it's completely accurate he does actually fly a jetpack and the funniest thing is it doesn't make a lot of sense but totally fun. <laughs> make a little bit of sense <laughs> It made no sense, and it was in no way practical. But hey, underwater jetpack, <laughs> and the underwater jetpack is even more impractical. It's possible. <laughs> but I'd watch, I'd watch that as a series. Just something. Maybe, maybe we can get myth, the MythBusters back together to, to test it out. Yeah, huh. I think that show's still going. It's different is guys. It? Yeah, it's just different guys. Oh. Yeah, good, good for right. them. Well, there you go. Good pick, Tudong. Thank you. I mean, I haven't seen it, but. Unbelievable. What's the one that you went back and saw? So I went back after I built my list. I went back just to like see where a lot of the bonds kind of fell critically and stuff like that. And so a lot of a lot of them were saying that Goldeneye or not Goldeneye, uh, Goldfinger was Goldfinger. was kind of the best Bond. And so I was like, oh, I'll go watch that. Goldfinger. I I didn't enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. It was it felt like it's it's like watching The Dark Knight or Batman Begins and then going back and watching Batman 66. It felt it felt like that. It's super cheesy, it's super corny. He doesn't really do anything. He doesn't. He gets in like two fist fights. That's it. And yet he sleeps with like five women. They yeah. they're just killing women left and right. Oh. I mean they in in the first in the first five minutes of the movie, he's he's kissing a woman right out of the bath. He looks in her eyes, sees a guy behind him coming with like a slapjack or club or something. And what does James Bond do? He turns around with the girl and she gets smacked and knocked out. I was like, what is this? I love when up and kick a toast and then he's just like shocking yeah. <laughs> i was just like oh, oh, God. And, oh my God. and the bat goldfinger was just a doofus and like i don't know i i didn't enjoy it but i will say thunderball by the way thunderball actually gave a lot of tropes to austin powers like they didn't give the the bad guy but they did have the main bad guy number two have an eye patch just okay. like in this a lot like if you go back and watch it and watch Thunderball, you'll see a lot of different tropes that they use in Austin Powers. Because even I went back and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it also did some of that really fun set pieces that are shockingly impractical. So, it's probably blasphemous for me to say that I didn't enjoy Goldfinger, but I did. Hey, it makes sense. Now, if you were I to did. say Thunder, different story, bro. No, if there's, if there's any, like, purists out there that Goldfinger <laughs> is their number one of, of all time, I'm sorry. I just... I didn't enjoy it. You know what I did enjoy though? Casino Royale, a three-way crossover. That's actually quite surprising. Um, 
Yeah, so this movie came out like a year after Batman Begins, right? So everybody was on this, everything's dark, everything's broody, you know, we're 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 going serious, we're going grounded, we're going reality. Let, what is James Bond? What would he look like in real life, you know? Um, <laughs> but like, I remember watching this and coming off of the Pierce Brosnan stuff, especially some of like the Tomorrow Never Dies and stuff like that, where, you know... They rough. were they were getting rough. Okay. They were getting rough. To have this and to go, you know, with with a new bond, we get, you know, Mads is the bad guy who was who was yeah. super creepy. We get yeah. really tense moments. I mean the, the poker game, you know, is has some really intense moments. Yeah. You know, and yeah. cool stuff, cool car chases. You know, yeah, it wasn't filled with gadgets and things like that. It's kind of him just starting out, you know. The but in the hallway and then down the stairway. Oh yeah, it's also really intense. They're brutal. <laughs> They're brutal. Yeah. And so I, I really enjoyed this. Like I got out of this in the theaters and was really excited about it. And I was. And maybe, you know, I was just on that Batman Begins, you know, like reality. It's all reality. It's all real. It's all grounded. You know, I was on kind of that high. And so I'm like, ah, yes, like this is so cool to be super excited about a James Bond movie after coming off the last ones that were just getting really, really cheesy. And so I, I really enjoyed this. This is one that that I I just this is kind of like the the bond for me as I was kind of as an adult and really enjoying these movies and and being excited about where it was going to go and things like that and then it wound up you know kind of like what i mentioned having kind of this this arc of a story throughout multiple movies so yeah so this one this one stuck with me as as my number one nice good pick so my number one you may recognize uh from an earlier if it's thunderball (laughs) charlie (laughs) <laughs> it is thunderball and no i've never seen i've never seen thunderball it's goldeneye and i i i had a feeling i, I got me too i i gotta say all right look i said earlier at the start of this i wasn't really raised on the bond films my family didn't really watch movies together but one thing that my family did pass on to me viewing wise was a love of cheesy 1980s detective tv shows and remington steel was my absolute favorite Old Pierce with Stephanie Zimbalist and a wacky cast of uh, Doris Roberts as the secretary was fantastic. Wacky cast of uh, guest stars all throughout the years. Really great. And at the end of its run, it, it, went, it went a delightful four seasons and then it was canceled. And all these rumors start swelling about Pierce Brosnan taking over the Bond role. Uh, it's, it's, the year is 1987. It's, it's going to be, you know, forget that Timothy Dalton guy. Get him out of here. And but then then all the popularity everyone starts watching Rent and Steel numbers go up. <laughs> NBC's like we can't cancel this. We got the next Bond. We got to force them to do a season five. And when I was a kid, I thought I thought this was the, where the story ends. I thought okay, NBC. Keep in mind, I, I when I was when I was a kid, I, think, I, I don't know if I read this in a newspaper or someone told me about it on the street. My gosh, someone called me on a payphone. I don't how how, <laughs> how the heck did we learn anything ever? I don't there was know. no books. I, I went to an encyclopedia and I Magazines. looked up Pierce Brosnan. You know, or what happened here? Yeah, like to a book, got, got in my wagon and my horse and buggy and went to a bookstore to read a magazine on the floor. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but like, that's what I put, did. Put a cup up with a string, and someone's like, Pierce Brosnan can't be the next Bond. 
and so, so I thought NBC was just a bunch of jerks. And season five made me mad. Made me mad. They, they bring in another love interest for oh. to, to, to throw off the chemistry that the whole reason we watch the show, we don't watch it to see a love triangle. We watch it for the two main characters. Get this other schlub out of here. He's ruining everything. They could, <laughs> and, and the season was like five long movie episodes. Like that was it, or six movie episodes and it was done and that was that was why he couldn't be bond are you kidding me but but that's not why he couldn't be bond no it couldn't be bond because some jerk jerk off jerk hole with the last name freaking broccoli his last name was freaking broccoli was producing he didn't want bond to be associated with the tv show nbc's like please do both we'll film this whenever e bond go be bond because that's good for us we got bond in the remington steel tv show and the guy's like we don't want to be associated with Bond in a television show. Oh no, we're so fancy. And he could have been in, in, in License to Freaking Kill and it would have been amazing. Feud would kill, would have been Pierce, my boy Pierce, his youth. And, and not only that, poor Stephanie Zimbalist. We never talk about what, what happened to poor Stephanie. She was set to be uh, Annie Lewis in Robocop. Oh, and, and she had to, she got booted out of that because she had to go film another stupid season of this show. Uh, oh. Poor Stephanie Simples and her career didn't get that <laughs> resurgence that, uh, you know, it's not like she got to be in the Robocop sequel. She didn't get that. She didn't get that back. Pierce Brosnan was like heartbroken. He's doing like interviews about how this just like it gutted him. Oh, my goodness. But then he did so, Goldeneye. Then he did Goldeneye. And the video <laughs> game was amazing. And I love the video <laughs> game. And Brody and I played the video game a lot. Yeah, we did. And, and yeah, the movie was really fun. And like these were fun movies. I like there's a whole bunch of nostalgia wrapped in in any movie that you saw when you were younger. Sure. And so I'm not going to sit here and tell you this is the best Bond movie because I don't believe that in my heart. But I, <laughs> it is my favorite because it was like this story of Pierce finally getting to play this role that he really dreamed about. The movie's fun. It, it was a, a much brighter, bigger, you know, actiony experience uh, coming off of the Timothy Dalton. I didn't think there was ever going to be another Bond movie that, after that six-year gap. And all of a sudden, it's my boy Pierce getting to finally play the role. I was just so excited. Uh, and probably all of those movies, even though they're campy and cheesy, they probably get a bad rap. I think, they, I think they're probably better than people remember them being. You know, I think we, people were just ready for a change by the time, uh, you know, the, the, the Brosnan 4 was wrapping up. But I, 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 there's some rewatchability in there. Don't shake. You just didn't like Halle Berry in that movie. Don't it's shake true. your head over there. I it's see you true. shaking your head. I didn't like Halle Berry in it. You I guys didn't... are a bunch of jerks. You guys are a bunch of jerks. You know what? I remember, I remember going to an Angels game with you, sir. And I remember when the Angels lost, you were so depressed. It made me not want to go back to I went to go see Die Another Day. Because we got, we got a parking I, ticket. It was, it was a terrible night. It was a horrible night. It was what does that have to do with Halle Berry? It wasn't her fault. She didn't park the car. She didn't get a ticket. She didn't make the Angels lose. She's a fantastic young actress. Uh, I didn't I, say that. You guys, you, guys, you guys don't like Halle Berry for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. She's great. We She's walked great. out and you were, I was like, hey, what'd you think? And you were like... <laughs> we walked out and you just you were, you were like, that wasn't the best. But uh, it was... Pierce Brosnan, and I was like, it was hey, "Come on, Brosnan. that's the most Charlie oh. answer." <laughs> hey, no. Come on, it was it was great. Go, you go watch so, all the Pierce Brosnan. So go watch Remington Steel instead. He was so like, just like, what did I see? What did I just watch? <laughs> no, it was Pierce Brosnan. You understand? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, I love me some Pierce man. Brosnan. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. Just go watch the Thomas Crown Affair if you're not into this yeah, stuff and yeah, call it a day. There you go. <laughs>
Very fun. All right. Was all, so I'm sorry that my whole list was crossovers, but I thought there would be two. Apparently, like <laughs> there was like you know my entire list was just a honestly. I I thought well, I obviously didn't didn't care about having multiple actors, same actors. Um, I thought Charlie's were going to be Brosnan. I thought Dylan's were all going to be Connery, and then I figured mine would be would be the Daniel Craig stuff. I got you. Got you. I should. I should. You. I should have put like "Tomorrow Never Dies" on there. That's a good one. Come on. Which, now. if you look at our number ones, I was right. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of the list, you could just try. You guys tried to accommodate other people too. That, that, it's awful nice of you. It, it all. It absolutely is. You're right, sir. You're right. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have anything else to add to this? Uh, this makes me want. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch all my. I'm gonna go watch Remington Steel, binge it, and then I'm gonna <laughs> pop on my my uh, my Pierce Brosnan uh, movies here. Oh. I'm gonna watch A View to a Kill again, even though it's Roger Moore and it's some people say the one of the worst James Bond movies ever. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. I don't know. I watched Goldfinger and was like, I don't think I need to watch the rest of these. <laughs> watch Road. Watch From Russia with Love or Thunderbolt. You've got to. You can't leave it off at Goldfinger or Gold. Yeah. Come on. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Mr. Bond. All right, Charlie, go ahead and wrap us up here. Well, you know what? Tomorrow never dies as long as there's another Talk Talk Punch video to watch. So you make sure you, you click that like and subscribe button below our favorite Bond, Beardy Bond. Beardy Bond? Beardy Bond. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Brody, you would be a fantastic James Bond, a very oh, gritty one you. with a nice big beard. Uh, Dylan just looks like a bullet uh, for a head, and I could be uh, telling all the campy jokes. Uh, Blade Three, Ryan Reynolds. That's that'll be my guy. Nice. All right, well, thank you for watching. If you like the Bond movies, let us know your favorites. Uh, you probably grew up with a wonderful Bond that you love, and tell us. You know what? More importantly than that, tell us who you think should take over the role. That's what I want to hear about. Give us some fan casting in the in the in the comments here. Let us know who you want to be the next Bond. Maybe it's Brody. Maybe it's Brody. Maybe it's Brody. Maybe it's Brody. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bring back Pierce Brosnan. Oh, gosh, Charlie. <laughs> Poor guy. Bring him back. <laughs>